Josh and Jay back with the Rapid Reaction America is Blue podcast. Uh, I have to say this is officially the worst I've ever seen. It's the worst game I've ever played. For me, it's a, a bunch of firsts happened today. It's the first time I didn't celebrate a goal. When Connor scored, it was so ironic and anticlimactic. I don't even think I clapped. I, w- I was waiting for it to be called back. I was waiting for an offside or a handball or something else. And it's the first time I ever shut the game off. After the goal, I shut the game off for 10 minutes because I, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. And it's gotten to the point where it's affecting me. I hate admitting that you know a sport and a team is like affecting my mood in my life. But it is. And, you know, I'll get over it as soon as we're done with this. But what a shit show. Everything sucks. And there is no positives to take out of this. And I don't see any end in sight. That about sums it up. I mean, I think we could wrap up with that. I mean, I don't think this needs to be Um, long. No, no, because it's the same. We're saying the same shit. And anybody who's listening to this feels the exact same way. I'm sure we're all just exhausted. We're all just we want this over with. So please, it's, it, you know, this season cannot go quick enough to put us out of our misery because, man, it's just, you don't even know where to start. It's like this combination of effort and no continuity and lack of skill and just dumb fuckery, just dumb fuckery by some of these guys. Um, the lineup, as soon as I saw it today, I was like, Jesus Christ, please tell me we're not rolling out these guys. Please tell me we're not putting Raheem Sterling up there. Please tell me we don't have Connor Gallagher in there yet again. I don't care that he scored the goal. Obviously, it was bullshit anyway. It banged off of three body parts <laughs> off Lewis Dunk before it just barely edged over Robert Sanchez. Um, it's it's just it's insane to me. You know, like we can look at a team like Liverpool, who's not has, they're having an off season. They're not in their best form. Uh, they were on a run of many years of being at toward the top of the league and doing really great things. And their shitty season is still not that terrible. Like there are still like there's the, the there's the game here and there where they come alive and they do something great and they drop seven goals on somebody or ha- have a good performance. My word, it's like. Have we had. I mean, more than like three or four games that we've come away from where we felt excited about what the boys have put out there the entire fucking season. I don't even know any because I don't think I, so. I, I don't. I don't. Have Maybe the the, 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 the second like second leg against second leg against Dortmund was a good game. Like we played well that game. There was probably a couple earlier on in the season, but Jesus Christ, to, to have to sit back and have to endure what we've had to endure as as fans and watch guys who are getting paid unbelievable amounts of money. So dejected and so just lame out there. It's, dude, I can't wait for this to be over. We need to hit a major reset button and figure out what the hell we are because this is just fucking. I mean, there was no crispness. A lot of the stuff I'm saying, like, I feel like is everything a miscue? Is every pass like as slow as it's supposed to be? I'm like, guys, like, where's the crispness? Where's the, the pop, pop, pop? We had nothing. We got the shit kicked out of us by Brighton at home. They dominated everything. Matomo put Trevor in a bag and beat the shit out of him. I mean, it was unbelievable. I've never, we've never been dominated at that level. Real was like a cakewalk compared to that. I mean, it was the score should have been seventy-two to nothing. I mean, we, like it was terrible. The, I mean, it legitimately could have been eight-one. 
I mean, without a doubt, without dude, they had like they had like twenty, they had like twenty six by the end of the game, twenty seven shots. Honest, we had like three or four. They had over seventy percent possession, I believe, for the entire game. The last stat that I saw while we were watching was over seventy percent. Um, we couldn't get the ball. We couldn't maintain the ball. And on the off chance that we had an opportunity, Lewis Dunk gives that ball away. We have a chance in the box at the end of the game. There were three or four, dude, there were three or four opportunities. Reese's cross, the cross right at the end. Where was anybody? I mean, nobody there on that. Connor had two at the end of the game where he was just standing in the box, had no idea what to do with it. Kovacic had, I think one or two over the course of the game where the ball was just sitting there. Heavy touch, couldn't get to it. Dude, we're just – I mean, listen, when, when when things start to go wrong, this is like Murphy's Law. It's like if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, and this is what's happening. Like nothing can go right. And even when we get a lucky goal, even when we get out on the front foot, it's just there's no spark to be able to get these guys to start feeling optimistic and start putting it out there. It's just – we're just waiting to be beat. And then the, the, the still well free kick at the end of the game, we get a foul – in a dangerous situation, and a lollipop dipsy do out to the in, into the middle, met by no one. Instead of just trying to wrap your foot around something and play a little ping pong and and get a deflection or something, nothing. Let's let's boot the ball fifteen yards away from goal instead of towards it, and let's have the left footed out swinger instead of getting Reese James over there and just blasting one and and, and hoping for the best, which is all we could do. But instead, we take an, uh, at least a half a chance and make it into no chance. I mean, this, uh, this is not hyperbolic. That is the worst I have ever seen us. I mean, it was terrible. Absolutely <laughs> I mean, I don't terrible. know. I, 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 could, I, I think if we, if we had to go back, if we were forced to be sadistic and rewatch every game of the season, I think our, our, our mindset toward the club at various stages of the season were different because there was actual optimism. Like, all right, maybe we need to, we need to give Grand Potter time. Uh, you know, Thomas Tuchel, all right, well, the form's a little bit off, but he'll get it right. We just won the Champions League 18 months prior. Um, the level of dejection across the board here between the fans, the players – this is an all-time low. But as far as performance is concerned, I didn't think we were going to no, win today. No, definitely not. I didn't expect us to get beaten. No. We, got, we got beaten 4-1 by these guys and got worked at the beginning of the season. So I wasn't expecting us to come out here and have a good game or be able to exert our will against a much better team at the moment. It's just, dude, it's just salt and wounds. We just keep on dumping salt and wounds and making it worse and worse and worse. And I just cannot wait for this to be over. Put us all out of our fucking miseries. Just put me down. Take me out back. Take me out back and put me down. Get me old yeller. Uh, you know, just just old yeah. yeller me. Get me in a hole. I just, I, I. It's just so perplexing, and there there aren't any words anymore. We we can't keep running through the same stuff. So what are we gonna do? Talk about tactics? Like you know, give me a break. And and obviously Frank's a lame duck coach. He can't go in there and say you know f you. This is what we're doing. Blah blah blah. He's out. So, you know, the, the guys can, you know, disconnect halfway on some of the stuff that he's saying. Nothing is resonating. And, yeah, we're really heading into a high uh, with bringing Real Madrid to the bridge. I think the over-under on Kareem Benzema goals is going to be seven. Uh, I mean, he, he might bag seven himself. Uh, like, I mean, I am really setting myself up for an absolute mockery of a performance again. Maybe N'Golo Kante can 
you know, give us a little bit of, of hope in the midfield. But, you know, short of him, short of Enzo, we have just got no bright spots whatsoever. Everybody up front was putrid. Uh, I didn't mind, uh, you know, Mudrick on the ball so much. He, he, you know, he, he did make a, a couple of positive yeah. things happen. Uh, Pooley was terrible. Uh, Raheem Sterling just continues to show himself as an absolute midget in, in the center of the pitch. You know, he, he's not getting a header on anything. No explosiveness. Terrible. The touches were terrible. The dribbling was terrible. None of the passing was crisp. I get like, I really do. I believe it's the worst performance I've ever seen. Not in terms of result per se, but I mean, it could have been 6 1. It could have been an all time embarrassment because we got yeah. pantsed at home. And now I feel blessed. Thank God I didn't go out there for that piece of shit. That would have made me want to, maybe want to hang myself even more than the villa. Yeah. So. Bro, bad and worse. It's just bad and worse. Uh, you did, you, you did, man. Okay, so we can mention one bright spot. I did. Mudrick should be starting every single game 100%. the rest of the season, and it's not because he's it's not because he's shown something uh, you know dynamic or he's playing so much better than everybody else. But at, the, at, at 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 a bare minimum, because of his pace, he can at least be a threat to open up some things on the back lines. And he had some pretty decent runs today. Yep. He should be starting every single game for the rest of the season. And get him on the score sheet. We've got to get him on the score sheet. We've got to give him some feeling of positivity, especially headed into, um, you know, next year. And it's going to be a fire sale. I mean, we're going to get rid of a... Thank God. Bro, thank fucking God. Dude, get rid of half of this fucking team. Get rid of half of these guys. Listen, all right. Hakeem Ziyech is a really good player. I have not a bad thing to say about him. I feel like you know, whatever he's contributed to this club and whatever's happened with to him during his time here, I don't hold him accountable. But he doesn't want to be here anymore, and rightly so. So he's got to go just because, and for his yep. sake too, because he doesn't deserve Definitely what's not. happening here anyway. I don't think there's room for Pulisic nope. anymore. I want to see him in a better situation. Definitely. Raheem Sterling, I would love to get rid of him. In a heartbeat, I need to get sell rid of Connor. him. Sell Connor. Got to sell Connor. Connor, please take him. If you can keep Mason Mount, great. I, I would of like course. to keep him. Um, with the way Kovacic has been playing, fucking Christ. I don't even know what to do with him at this point in time. There's probably about like seven or eight guys that just need to go. Just need to get the fuck out of here. And let's start afresh. And let's give some of the younger guys the opportunity to be able to show why a $20 million spend on a Carney Chukomeka can eventually develop into a guy that's either sellable at a much higher fee so we can get, earn some capital back on that or actually develop into a guy who's playing at $100 million oh my God. so that we actually have an amazing player, right? So give the young boys a chance. I, man, there's, just, there's, there's a million fingers to point. I would love to just see young guys out there. I'm tired of these stale fucks who just go out there and run through the motions and don't accomplish anything. And there's no growth. There's no progression. Guys, ride the pine. Ride the pine. It's the way it's got to be. Because we're all done. Everybody's done. This should just be over with. Yeah. And we, we, we're, we're, we're running out of gas, man. We're just running out of things to say. and Because it, it's all negative. We can't, we can't progress or grow as podcasters and radio hosts unless we get some kind of result to talk about. But it is a real testament to us. You know, hell, you know heads held high, you know, feeling really good. Yeah, uh, who was the guy who used to pat himself on the back, like in the WWE? I forget who used to do that. But uh, he was one of the heels. I, I, I forget his name, but that's what I feel like right now. 
Because now I, I at least have to laugh at myself. But, I mean, I, I do feel bad because I'm, I'm not the guy that yells at the screen so much and is, like, super negative when negative stuff happens. But I'm getting that way now. I'm, I'm sitting there, like, watching, and I was screaming at the television today. I hate it. It makes me feel like I'm, what am, what am I, fucking 15 or something? Uh, but it's, it's hard when you're, uh, you know, emotionally attached to a club because we get, I mean, at least I do, and I give a shit. And it's terrible seeing, uh, uh, you know, a, a team that means so much to me put out results that are just completely a 180 from what we're used to seeing. And it's not the results. It's the performance. It's so frustrating and aggravating to, you know, giddy up and try to get yourself mentally prepared to watch something that you love perform so poorly you know that's a that's a good point and a nice one for us to wrap this one up with the only people i think really deserve some credit for this entire season are the people who are the fans who have stood with this team and have stuck with this bullshit for the entire season or people who are creating content who want to come out here and try to be somewhat entertaining or share their insights and have to deal with that type of painful shit Every single time we're out there and come out here and still, you know, feel the need and, and the desire to come out here and share our thoughts and talk about a club that we love. And we just we just have to hope for better days ahead because this has been as bad as hopefully it will ever be. Well, I appreciate it, man. So kudos I, to fans. I, I had to, kudos I had to, to all sit the on the therapy couch today and just and just change up the environment because I, I just couldn't even go down uh, like, you know, <laughs> into the studio today. So we, I got a little something else in the background. Uh, maybe I'll play some Beastie Boys and just try to relax. Uh, and get ready because the only thing positive we got going on is the New York Knickerbockers playing in the playoffs today at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Maybe we should just make a Knicks podcast now. So, any anywho, uh, you know, America is still blue. We really appreciate all the follows, all the likes, everybody that, that you know, subscribes to our, our, our social media channels and handles. We really do appreciate the support. We love you, our brothers and sisters in blue. Hopefully we can, you know salvage something positive from the season, put a couple of results together, head into 2023-24 with a chip on our shoulder and a need to achieve. We all know what happened last time we weren't in Europe. We just have to resign ourselves to the fact that we're not going to be in the competition next season. So let's uh, just start building up that armor and building up that resolve. So until next time, Josh and Jay signing off. We will talk to you soon.